When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. The following is a Learfield presentation of the Virginia Tech Sports Network. This is Level 7, featuring Bill Roth and Mike Burnup. Why do they call it the Level 7 Podcast? Yeah, why do they call it Level 7? Because our radio booth is on Level 7 of Lane Stadium. At the very top. Can't get any higher. And it gives us a unique view. It gives us a different perspective on all things Virginia Tech football. From Level 7, we see things you can't see anywhere else. All the plays. All the formations. We can see every seat in the stadium. We can see every tailgate lot. I can see Okinawa. You can't see Okinawa. Level 7 is sponsored by The Edge Apartments, a CMG community, the exclusive student housing partner of the Hokies, and by AAA. Go big and get more with AAA. Visit AAA.com to learn more. Now let's go up to Level 7. Here's Bill Roth. And with that, we welcome you to another edition of Level 7, coming to you from Hokie World Headquarters in Blacksburg, Virginia. So glad you could join us as we talk tech football here during February. And, Mike, we are joined today by the head coach of the Hokies, Brent Pry. Oh, it's so good to see, Coach. You know, they've been beating the road up so much since, uh, gosh, they got back in town. And uh, it's great to see, Coach. And, uh, Coach, how you been? What have you been doing the last month oh, or so? Oh, man, planes, trains, <laughs> and automobiles. But, uh, but it's been fun. You know, the narrative out there, the high school coaches in the Commonwealth especially, but also, you know, across our footprint, man, these guys are feeling what's happening here. They recognize it, which makes me uh, even more encouraged. Just uh, the progress we made as the season kind of 
wound down and, and the, the where we grew, the foundation of the program. These coaches recognize it. The lettermen recognize it. And then the momentum with the recruiting class, you know, 13 guys from the state of Virginia. And so the vibe was really good out there. It's fun when people are glad to see you. You could see a tangible difference January of 23 compared to January of 22 looking back. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just the investment in the state, uh, investment in the footprint. You know, we've been in some of these schools four, five, six times that hadn't seen a tech coach in three, four, five years. Uh, it's just different. And uh, so the philosophy, the plan, the vision for recruiting our footprint and investing in the Commonwealth, you know, these coaches are starting to realize we weren't just talking about it. We're doing it. We're taking our travel clinics again to Richmond, to Northern Virginia. You know, we've got our clinic here. We're going to Charlotte. We're, you know, so we're backing up what we say. Coach, the win against Liberty, how much did that help propel you guys, give you that momentum that you needed? Because the kids kind of saw you. They trusted the process and whatnot. They believed, made it happen. How much did that help you guys moving forward? Yeah, I think that was a very important game for us in a lot of ways. You know, the kids stuck together. They kept fighting. They kept working. There was improvements, there was lulls, there was improvements, adversity that was overcome. And in the end, you know, to win that game on the road against a pretty good football team, um, I think it just made them realize that, hey, what we're doing is working and we're getting some return on the investment. Now you were about a month into this spring semester at Tech. Your early enrollees are here. Your morning workouts are underway. What difference have you seen in the roster with the new enrollees that came here in midseason, and how do you think that will impact the team as we get ready for spring ball? Yeah, let me say this. We've got 20 new players on our roster and um, you know, certainly had some guys that are no longer with us. And uh, when I walked out there, we've had a couple of morning workouts, and I've been walking through that weight room, and uh, we just look better. You know, you go up and down the roster, including the guys that are enrolling this summer that are still to come, there's just fewer question marks. You know, we're young. There's some new faces. But the competition level at every position is better. Every position is better, which, you know, the guys that you bring in make you better, and then the competition that they bring makes the guys around them better. So – you know, there's just not near as many question marks. You go down the roster, and a year ago at this time, you're going, I don't know about him. Whether it's culturally or skill set or size or speed, just I don't know about him. I don't know about him. What could we get from him? You know, and, and there's just not that many guys, near as many guys that you feel that way about. And Coach, some of those new guys that came in came in from the portal, and obviously you talk about the quarterback situation here. Tell us about Kyron Drones and uh, what he brings to the table moving forward. Yeah, so again, we, you know, we've got a group of high school guys. We've got six transfers. Uh, we've got some, some guys that have walked on to the program here at, at January. So we've got a, a good group. But, you know, Kyron is uh, very athletic. He's a natural athlete. He's close to 6'3". He's over 230. He can run. Uh, he's got a no-nonsense approach to things. You know, obviously, we're only a couple weeks into this with him, but he's got a strong arm. He's been throwing with the guys. You know, just like I said, he makes us better in that room because he's a quality player and he's a competitor, 
but he's also going to make the other guys in that room better. You know, he's going to make Grant better. He's going to make Taj better. He's going to make these guys better. And I would say the same thing for these young guys, Pop and Dylan. You know, that room just looks a lot different. Quarterback wide open? Wide open, yeah. I, I would say that about every position, and these guys know that. I mean, there's guys that check so many boxes, it's hard for the for the guys on the team to not believe that he's going to be the guy. You know, if you're looking at Nasir, you know, you're looking at Monsoor, but – you know, if you come off the gas and, and, and you and and you stop competing and you level out, there's there's enough competition on this roster now that you can you can lose playing time or you can lose you know your spot. Coach, you had to help yourself at wide receiver too. You got some uh, people out of the portal for that too. Running back, I know you were looking for an edge rusher, so the portal was pretty good to you so far, right? Yeah, I think we answered a lot of questions. You know, the wide receiver room looks much better. And that's that's the transfer guys. That's the high school guys. You know, bringing Bayshaw in, he was the 24th hour, you know, last minute. Um, his car is packed for another place, and he ends up here. And, you know, he makes that room better. He's already – we paired him and Malachi up in every competitive rep this morning. <laughs> um, you know, so th- those things are, are just going to make us better. Those three wideouts jumping in, those transfer guys that are older and experienced and, you know, the, the aggressiveness and eagerness. I mean, I'm watching out there now. I mean, Tucker Holloway competing, Christian Moss. Like, these guys, it, it just – this influx of players is bringing out the best in, in the majority of the guys. So how do you think – and, again, spring ball hasn't started yet, so this is probably a better question for when we get on the field and even in August. But how do you think your offense will look different in 23? Yeah, we're still working through that. Number mm-hmm. one, from a personnel standpoint, you, know, you can call all you want and you can have all kinds of different schemes in place, but you got to have the guys to do it. You, know, you, can't, you can't just out-trick everybody every week, and uh, we got to be better, and I think we've helped ourselves. Um, but, you know, being another year in the system, being another year uh, with the plan and the vision, and, you know, and that's not to say there's not going to be nuances and some adjustments to what we do and what we believe our identity needs to be. We've had a lot of conversations about that. You know, February is about our guys, development, growth, mental toughness, developing your skill set. But for our coaches, it's evaluating the self-scout, the numbers from the fall, the video from the fall, the plan from the fall. And then the other piece is, you know, I've asked all these guys, let's, let's get some professional development. Where are you going? Who are you talking to? To, to, to get some ideas, to, to make sure what we're teaching is the right method. Um, so everybody's getting a plan right now to, to talk with somebody, whether it's on Zoom, mm-hmm. whether we're having somebody come here, whether we're flying to see somebody, uh, to keep this staff growing and learning just like our team. That's what I was going to ask. Do you know or can you share any staff meetings, other teams that might be coming here or where some of your guys might be going? Yeah, I'd rather not get into that right now, to be honest. But, uh, you know, I've asked everybody. What I always did in years past, I would take the defensive staff as a group somewhere or we would bring somebody in. We had Alabama and Kirby Smart come in to Penn State. And then also one-offs. You know, I would go see somebody, just a linebacker guy, or I would spend some time – and bring in a coordinator that maybe was out of work that year to spend a week with us. Um, you know, there's just different things. you got to identify your weaknesses and your areas you want to improve 
and then go find some people that are doing that really well. Hi, this is Mike Burnup for The Edge, trendy and modern student living next to Tex Campus. The Edge, two, three, and four-bedroom apartments and townhomes come with all utilities included and individual leases. Plus, each resident has a private suite complete with bath and walk-in closet and incredible amenities including lightning-quick Wi-Fi and a resort-style heated pool, to name a few. And best of all, The Edge is just steps from campus. Visit vtcampusedge.com. Live at The Edge, right across from the Virginia Tech campus. There are few things in life you can always count on. Sunsets, potholes, trash trucks in your way when you're running late. And of course, AAA's never-ending reliable roadside assistance. Because for over 100 years, we're always close and we never close. From toes, jumps, or just smoothing out those bumps in the road, we provide 24-7 service so you can have 24-7 peace of mind. Join today and get 50% off at AAA.com slash open road. New members only. Other restrictions apply. See site for details. When it comes to name, image, and likeness opportunities with Virginia Tech student-athletes, Hokie fans need only remember one name, Triumph. Founded by the most experienced team in the industry, including former Hokie greats Kevin Jones and Brendan Hill, Triumph offers expert partnership advice, exclusive merchandise offerings, and unique ways to connect with more than 40 student-athletes representing a host of Virginia Tech sports programs. Triumph was named the top 20 most ambitious NIL agency and is ready to work with you. Visit Triumph online at triumphnil.com for more information. Together, we triumph. Coach, you talked about spending most of January recruiting and whatnot in those junior days and whatever, but February, it's kind of hands-on. That's kind of nice to get back out there to 6 a.m. for you guys as coaches, Let me right? Tell you, it's hard being on the road. As much as we love recruiting and as good as the vibe was, you got 20 new players that are going through arguably the biggest transition of their life, and we're not there. You know, maybe some of them are homesick. Maybe some of them the pressure's getting to them, the schoolwork, you know, the social life. I mean, and so it's good to be back around these guys every day, spending quality time with them, whether we're working them and pushing them or they sitting in our office just bullcrapping. So for our fans now, what does February look like? What is this phase of your offseason pre-spring ball? So we do call this phase one, and I ask the guys not to look forward. Don't worry about spring ball right now. We got things we have to get better at in phase one, and that's speed and agility, that's strength and conditioning. You know, as we get later in February, the football meetings, uh, you know, learning and and growing at our position, and these players will start watching those cut-ups as well from the season. And, uh, you know, continue to build this team. You got 20 new players that we got to embrace and got to become part of our team and – you know, protecting our culture. And so it's a big month uh, in a lot of areas. Coach, you talk about always being transparent and everybody's in this thing together. And it was so cool to see those newcomers come out. I guess it was at the Syracuse basketball game with one of the timeouts and the response. I got a standing ovation from the crowd there. That was so cool because you know everybody's in this thing together. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so proud of Hokie Nation. It's so impressive. I bragged on it on the recruiting trail. You got a team that's three and eight that has so much excitement and momentum behind it. You're selling out games. The student section's full for an 11 a.m. kick. You know, there's just things that don't happen other places. It's just it's special that way. And, and Hokie Nation is is what makes that happen. You know, I go to the basketball games. I go to the wrestling matches. I and and softball and baseball and you know the the fans come out. The community comes out. I mean, you know, my daughters, let me tell you, never once at Penn State did they ask me to go, can we go watch a basketball game? 
Can we go to the wrestling match? Can we go to the volleyball match? And now we can't keep them away. That's all they want to do because all their friends and their friends' families are going. So it's fantastic. That's a really good insight. We've been to Penn State basketball games. Oh, yeah. Nobody goes. No, I was going to say. Yeah. Now, they've had some good teams, like some pretty good coaches too. Yeah. But the fan base there. It's just different. It's different. You know, yeah. This community yeah. supports. It doesn't matter if it's softball, baseball, track. I mean, everybody comes out. You know, it's awesome. I've never yeah. been anywhere where it's been like that. Somebody and, told me that uh, they get more people for volleyball at Penn State than basketball, men's basketball. Is that true? I, I, they had a very strong volleyball program. You know, if we were taking recruits around, we took them to the wrestling match. You know, they wow. got a great wrestling program. Yeah. And, but, you know, it's just when I see all these families, you know, middle school families and high school families coming out and and then the fans, you know, the, the alumni and the, every contest I go to, I see these folks. You know, they're sitting in, in the front row at wrestling or sitting in the front row at basketball. I mean, and then the enthusiasm at these events. I mean, we had recruits. We had 20 recruits for the Monday night game against Duke. Couldn't have gone any better. These kids were floored. And then we come back Saturday and have 20 again. Floored. Great atmosphere. Basketball team played great. But the vibe, you know, it's like, listen, guys, this is what it's like here. Coach, I was uh, you, you mentioned the kids and how excited they are. I was going to ask you about that later. How are Amy and the kids adjusting to everything? But it must be that they're doing pretty well. Yeah, they really are. You know, they're they're fired up. I don't know how they feel with the snow that fell today. <laughs> yeah, but uh, there'll be another snowball up. fight. Yeah. They're fired up, and uh, you know the community's embraced us and been so positive. And yeah, I know it's a tough year on everybody. Nobody wants to win three games at Virginia Tech. I get that. So I really appreciate the support and the encouragement from our fans and our community. They've been amazing. And Mike mentioned when all the newcomers were out at Castle for the basketball game, the warm welcome they got. Uh, One of the gentlemen on your staff that was so instrumental in recruiting this cycle was Coach Mines, Fontel Mines. You've rewarded him with a substantial raise. Can you talk about Coach Mines and what goes into rewarding him for his work? Yeah, you know, it's it's not just uh, the number of recruits that uh, that he helped, you know, bring to Blacksburg. It's it's the way he goes about his business every day. You know, you look for staff members that that are really well rounded and bringing value in in all the areas, recruiting, mentorship you know, development on the field. I mean, all these things. And, uh, you know, Fontel's just – it's its pretty cool story, you know, being a, a UVA guy and playing there. And But let me tell you, he's so well-respected across the state of Virginia. Obviously, Richmond, you know, especially, but across the state. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's really important, the relationships we have with these coaches and these families across the state. That's what – is going to allow us to continue to bring good players and good families to Blacksburg. The staff stability is so important. I want to throw a number by you, and our colleague David Hale came up with this a couple weeks ago. There are 14 teams in ACC football, right? 28 coordinators, offensive defense. 27 of the 28 coordinators in the ACC have changed in the last 15 months. Ooh. That is a staggering number. Why do you think our league has had – now, in some cases, 
head coaches have left and whatnot, and we saw that again this year, quite obviously. But even Miami just changed coordinators after one year with Coach Gaddis and, and what happened down to Coral Gables. Why do you think that's happening in our conference? You know, it, it's hard for me to answer that. You know, we, we had we had a vision in a way we wanted to do things. It, it was important to me that we hired people that wanted to be here for the right reasons, that identified with tech. And I know I've said that over and over, but that's important in the process. You know, we had several schools. We had a couple of schools try and lure Fontel away. And the first thing I asked him was, do you want to be here? And he's like, coach, absolutely. You know, and that's the important piece to it. Um, you know, I don't, you know, we. so I don't know what's going on in other places, but, uh, you know, the, the folks you hire, the people you hire, that's the most important. Or the, or the recruits you bring in. Yeah. It's just know. crazy because, like, like Anai goes from UVA to Syracuse to NC State, and the Hokies are playing all three, and Armstrong goes there, and then Dracovic is going from BC to Pitt, and you're wondering, who is where? <laughs> Life in the portal, brother. Yeah. You know, I'm still I, I'm old, old school, I guess. I just, you know. Yeah, we all are. <laughs> I, I believe in consistency. I mean – if I was to bring a new receiver coach in or a new O-line coach, I mean, we're starting over again, you know. And, I mean, nobody's perfect and everybody has to grow as a coach, but that's what you plan on happening. Like, make the improvements, keep developing, find better ways. But the consistency for what you've established and the groundwork you've laid, you know, it's hard to go back. Things have to be pretty screwed up to, to go back and hit the reset. You know, you talk about that. I mean, growing as a staff, you guys have really only been here a year, but you only lost a couple of GAs this year, but it's so important for the staff. I mean, a lot of this is new to everybody. Yeah, you know, and that's part of it, the cohesiveness and, and bringing guys together. And, you know, we got really talented exp- – I'll use our offensive staff as an example. Really talented, experienced guys. Brad Glenn, you know, bunch of years coordinating, bunch of success with quarterbacks, doing it a certain way. Tyler Bowen, you know, bright. I mean, arguably one of the brighter minds in college football right now at his age. Um, And then Joe Rudolph has coordinated one of the most established line coaches in the country. You know, these guys, Stu Holt, he's been around Satterfield for years and successful offenses at App and Louisville. So it's about those guys continuing to, 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 to grow together to, to be efficient, to have a great plan, and, and put all that, that brain power together, you know, to get the offense that we want. Coach, what did you learn about yourself last year being a head coach and all that came with it? I wasn't very good at calling the defense, <laughs> and I wasn't very good at being a head coach. You know, I'd definitely be better. You know, it's just I don't regret the way we did things. You know, we're doing this. Uh, we're not cutting corners. And it was important for me to be in that defensive room and get my imprint, my thumbprint on that staff and those players. But, uh, you know, that last game, being able to just be the head coach and be in those special team huddles and be in that offensive headset, and it just made all the difference to me. I was a much better head coach that last week than I'd been all season. <laughs> Clock management, all the things that went into it. And Chris did a marvelous job. Calling the defense, better job than I'd done all year. So, you know, plenty more I learned, obviously. But, uh, you know, we we took a a few hits there. But in the long run, I believe it's going to be worth it. So for this fall, 
it will be similar to the Louisville game. I'm sorry, the Liberty game. Yes, sir. Yeah, Chris, yeah. I got full confidence in Chris. We've had a couple of meetings. Uh, you know, he'll be the coordinator. I'm going to spend more time in that offensive room. I don't know if they want to hear that, but I'm here I come. <laughs> here I come. I said Louisville had slipped out. I know you don't want to talk a whole lot about the schedule, but we're trying to sell some tickets. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Six home games, a Thursday night game against Syracuse. Two Big Ten teams, one at home, one on the road. We've got – it's almost like we – there's no divisions anymore. But six of the eight games are against teams from the Atlantic. It's a totally different flavor with Louisville and Florida State yeah. and, and Syracuse and, and Wake whatnot. Forest and NC Wake State. Forest. That, that's the one thing I looked at, you know, just unfamiliarity, right? A bunch of teams we did not play in 2022. Um, obviously, Purdue and Rutgers, I'm familiar with those guys. You know, Purdue's got a new staff, but um, – you know, I think it's it's a competitive schedule, you know, and obviously folks are excited about these home contests. Now, I'm sure the fans are, you know, clamoring over the Thursday nighter with with Syracuse. I mean, it's hard not to get excited about that one. And, and you got some great challenges on the road, man. You know, you're going to Rutgers. I've been over there. I mean, that group can get nasty now. Uh, you go to Marshall, uh, that'll be, you know, their Super Bowl and – and you go to Florida State, they're really trending right now. Coach is doing a great job down there. We know Louisville's got an athletic group. Uh, anytime you go to Boston College, Virginia Tech, Boston College is usually a battle. You know, and now you got to close it out and go to Charlottesville. So you know, it's a competitive schedule. And uh, you know, I'll talk about it briefly with our team. And then we're putting that thing to rest. You know, it's about us. Coach, I know last year you, you kind of wanted to have your identity some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So, do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. ...to be a running, power running team <clears throat> for the fans looking ahead to the fall. I mean, obviously you want to get more explosive plays on offense, less penalties, create turnovers on defense, I would assume? Yeah, absolutely. But we got to be able to run the ball. We couldn't do it. And, um, you know, I've said it and I'll say it again and... I don't see this ever changing. We have to be able to run the football, whatever it takes, personnel-wise, scheme-wise, plan, toughness, technique. We have to be able to run the ball, and that's a gigantic emphasis this offseason. That sets up everything else. It sets up good defense. It sets up your pass game. Uh, we have to be able to do that. And, that, and I'm not talking about, like, 12 personnel, you know, grind it, pound it. It, it can be 10 personnel, four wide run the ball. But we have to be able to run the ball – and, um, you know, that's going to be really important. And you talked about Malachi. Malachi got a little competition. That room's a lot different too, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. I'm going to tell you, it's, it's Malachi, you know, it's, it's Bryce Duke, it's Chance Black, it's Bayshaw. I mean, these guys are tough and they're workers. And, you know, I'm excited uh, about the competition in that room. And you, you bring in uh, Jeremiah Coney and, you know, so it, it's a really good group. All right, so phase one. So for so for the fans, just so that you can, in your mind, kind of picture what is going to happen here. The week of the ACC tournament, mid-March, is when spring practice starts. So between now and then, 
what are the most important things the fans should look for in this phase one coming out of our program? Yeah, so, you know, again, the message to the team is we have to improve on our skill sets, on our techniques and fundamentals. This isn't about scheme in February. You know, in the meeting room, sure. But out there on that field and in that weight room, everybody's got weaknesses. So we're talking about those weaknesses with the guys. Foot speed. I just talked to Malachi this morning. His feet aren't firing like they need to. For a long guy, it's tougher. He's got to really work on that the entire month to get that foot speed where it can really help him and be an asset rather than a liability. We all know he's tough. He's big. He can catch. Got to get that foot speed where he needs it. So, you know, that's what February's about. It's the physical improvements, and then it's the mental toughness. You know, we, we do the tire pulls. We do the sled pushes. I mean, out there in front of the entire team, one-on-one, you can't hide. You know, what do you got? Um, you know, and if a guy doesn't do well, guess what? He's going right back out the next time. You know, I'm going to fire him out there again. So, you know, we got to get better mentally, physically, and then the, the team building and guys learning one another and trusting one another and being accountable to one another. You know, accountability is a big piece of who we are. And uh, we talk about that once a week on our team meeting. You know, we have, a, we have a PowerPoint about accountability. And if a guy's not doing what he's supposed to do, he's got a bunch of red X's next to his name, and it's talked about in front of the entire team. Coach, uh, you, we talked a little bit before we came on about NIL. Kind of give us the latest because the Hokies have done well. They're kind of maybe a little bit above the curve. Yeah, thinking? I think we're very competitive in that space. You know, Kelly Woolwine and, and Kevin Jones and Brennan and those guys, I mean, they've done a great job. they got a good business model, a good plan. Um, you know, they ran with that thing. You know, I, I kind of – I'm at arm's length from what happens over there. But I'm very proud of the work they're doing, and, and they're keeping us competitive, and I feel great about the Triumph group. The whole thing is trended up. Attitude, players – Roster management, everything, and you don't see that with teams that were three and eight. You know, you just don't. But the Hokie Nation is just so behind. Season ticket sales, yeah, yeah, they're just so behind yeah. everything that's happened because of the transparency, the culture, everything you've been doing. Well, we got to keep doing it. You know, that's my message to the guys. I think the staff and the players feel the excitement, but uh, you know, we got to stay humble. We got to stay hungry. We got to keep working our tails off. And, uh, you know, you control those things, and, and the wins will come. Guys, boy, this was fun. I like talking football here everywhere. <laughs> Especially when I like talking football anytime. With the big kahuna, you got to have fun with him. <laughs> so much going on. So but, uh, much. Y'all need to come out to the 6 a.m. workouts. Oh, yeah, you're invited. Yeah, dressed and ready, 6 a.m. Do we have to? You might I'm be thrown in a, in a prowler push or a tire pull, though. I, so wear your spikes. You still got spikes, <laughs> I Bill? I don't have spikes. I'll go to the equipment room. Who would I? Didn't you get enough of that when you were playing? I know Mike's got his <laughs> spikes still. <laughs> Who would I tire pull against? I'd, 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 get, I'd go face plant right Damian Salas. <laughs> I would pay Damian, to see that. Yeah, you and Damian. Maybe Travis Wells. You know, I like to match it up where it's somewhat even. You know? Don't we have a little kicker from Venezuela trying to walk <laughs> 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 hey, at least you could come out and catch some punch or something like that. Okay, 6 a.m.? 6 a.m. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let I'll, me know. Uh, we'll be yeah, ready let me know. Me. I'm sure you're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you live right down the street. I'll pick you up. Coach, thanks so much for joining us yeah, today. I appreciate, appreciate you, you guys, man.
That does it uh, for today's show. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk with you again soon on our next edition of Level 7. You've been listening to Level 7. Today's show has been sponsored by The Edge Apartments, a CMG community, the exclusive student housing partner of the Hokies, and by AAA. Go big and get more with AAA. Visit AAA.com to learn more. The proceeding has been a Learfield presentation of the Virginia Tech Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.